Hi everyone, I'm Selena. I'm Bree. Welcome to our podcast, Marked as Red. Um, I don't know about you. I didn't get as much reading done this past couple weeks as I wanted to because I think my professors made an alliance and they were like, these next couple weeks will be the time to assign everything. So I don't know about you, but I I only got a little bit done. Yeah, no, I only got... Actually, I didn't get any reading done. (laughs) I've been working like crazy, been writing like crazy, been doing school like crazy. So I have Mm -hmm. like zero downtime unless it's at two or three in the morning. (laughs) I've just been like... Like the other night, I was in the ILC in one of the editing suites working for my documentary class until 10.30 at night. And then I got back to my room and I lay down on my bed and I fell asleep watching Criminal Minds. And like, it keeps making me have dreams that my boyfriend like commits a crime and he's like, can you cover for me? It's just, like, I need to stop watching it, but it's just really good. And then, like, the next book that I want to read is a true crime book as well. I really want to read Mindhunter because it's about, like, how um the FBI figured out serial killers, basically. And I'm just like, hmm, that'll be some nice evening reading for me. That won't affect me at all. <laughs> I love how you, how it's a Harvey in your dreams who you imagine being this criminal yeah I know and he's like uh, like the like if you could find someone who's the opposite of a criminal like who he let hmm how do hmm yeah he like loves the royal family like I don't think (laughs) he's he's really at risk for that um yeah, or it's either that or, like, I'm on, like, the the behavioral um, analysis unit in the FBI, and I'm, like, analyzing serial killers. So maybe I shouldn't read Mindhunter, because then I'm going to, like, watch, like, in real life, I just start analyzing people. It happens. When you, like, there are, like, shows that you watch, or, like, things that, like, I've learned in, like, school about how to, like, analyze, like, commercials and stuff. And then, like, I'll be watching commercial and I learn to, like, analyze it. So I feel like when you read books like that, you, like, analyze, you learn how to analyze people and you just do it, like, not even realizing. Yeah, it's, like, you, um, you hear, like, okay, so because I'm living in Southwest, obviously I hear loud noises at night. That's, like, normal. But I'll hear, like, somebody... Somebody, like, for example, their car, like, never starts, and they're always, always trying to start their car, and now whenever I hear that, I'm like, getaway car, question mark? (laughs) For what? (laughs) Underage drinking? Yeah, right? (laughs) They stole the the rival school's mascot, and now they gotta, or it's our rival school trying to steal our mascot. Right, right. Sam the Miniman. (laughs) Okay, wait. So, you know how... Um, somebody posted that picture of the Minuteman, like, walking towards the championship sign Mm -hmm. in Boston. 
Pittsburgh. I can't tell if I'm remembering this correctly because it's been a really long time since I've been to a hockey game because of COVID. They have those guys at the games, right? Yeah, they have a dude that dresses up. Oh my God. (laughs) I like completely forgot about that. And I was like, instead of cheerleaders, we have men, fully grown men dressing up in Minuteman outfits with the rifle and everything. We, I had a friend who put on like one of those all red suits and then she just had like shorts on and like she just walked around like that. And she, it's just like, she looked like an old red person. Oh my God. All right, so I think we should be sexy minute men for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> they called her the maniac, the militia maniac. She only did it in the beginning oh. of the season last year to bring it back. Wow. I'm not going to do it, but other people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So in for book things... um. I started reading Never Let Me Go by, hold on, hold on, hold on. I looked up how to pronounce the author's name for once. Okay. Never Let Me Go by Kazuo Ishiguro. Um, And I'm only a chapter in. And it's like a, like, first person narrative of this woman, like, reminiscing on her childhood, like, on her middle school years. And it's like this super elite British um, prep school. And I can't tell, I can't tell how much of it is fiction and how much of it is like actually realistic because some of the like vocabulary that they use, I'm like, this sounds like a fantasy novel or it's just British prep school. And I can't tell. Um, Like they talk about like teachers, like faculty members as quote unquote guardians. I'm like, that sounds like a dystopian novel, Hmm. but like or it's just like a, you know how like sometimes we'll have to like sign things in like elementary school like parent or guardian maybe yeah maybe it's like an orphanage or something I don't know I haven't like I don't really know what's going on yet and the only thing really is like she's remembering how all the boys used to bully this one boy named Tommy because he would have these like they call them tantrums in the book he probably had um like I don't I don't even know he either had like anger management issues or maybe he had autism or something Mm -hmm. and because kids are cruel they would like egg him on until he would have what they called a tantrum and um she was talking about how like all the girls used to watch like the boys do it when they had like free time during the day and like I don't remember anything that awful happening at my private prep school like middle school but it did remind me like how awful 13 year olds in prep school are. <laughs> yeah kids are bullies yeah like especially in middle school yeah def- definitely like middle school yeah when you got to high school things like fizzled out a little bit but I feel like middle school everything was very yeah. centered yeah and it's like it's such a I don't know. It's already kind of, the book's already kind of creeping me out and I'm not that far into it because uh, the main character, her name's Kathy and her job is as a carer for donors, like I'm assuming medical donors. And she talks about how she's like good at it. So she gets to pick who she cares for and she gets like that special privilege and she picks people 
who used to go to that prep school with her and now they're like older and you know donating organs or they're in like the hospital or something I don't really know they don't explain it that it's it's so creepy though like can you imagine you're like older and you know you're donating a kidney because you're like I don't have that long to live anyway at least my kidneys are still good and then the nurse taking care of you is like oh remember when we went to middle school together yeah I requested you yeah that that freaked me out like what's your alternative motive here I yeah that's what I'm thinking like what the heck happened in your middle school that you were like I know what I'm gonna do stuck in middle school she peaked she peaked in middle school (laughs) Oh my god, who peaks in, well, actually, no, I can't, I, I know people who peaked in middle school, so I can't, who peaks in middle school, like, I can give you a list. No, but that is a little freaky. I'd be like, can I have yeah. a different nurse? I am, I'm, I'm thinking of reading, um, the Cassandra Clare oh, books. Oh, like, yeah, I, the, um, I, took out City of Bones from the UMass library because um, I was talking to my friend Emily and she was telling me about, you know, how she read the books and they're like really good up until the end, but how that author is like super problematic because she wrote these Wattpad. Uh, So she wrote this Wattpad fan fiction and it was Harry Potter fan fiction about Draco Malfoy. And she literally plagiarized entire sections of Harry Potter. And people would call her out on it and be like, look, I know it's a fan fiction, but you're like, it's that's like paragraphs of the book that you just copied verbatim. And she would literally like tell all the people who like followed her to go and like cyber bully the person who called her out for plagiarism. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, like, her Mortal Instruments series, I think, someone came out and was, like, she took my idea. Like, that was my, you know, novel idea or, like, world idea. And um, Cassandra Clare was, like, no way. Like, no, it was mine. But it's, like, you have a history of plagiarizing and then bullying the people who, (laughs) who call you on it. So I don't know. I, I I don't know. I just I want to read more fantasy novels. So we'll I'm starting with the classics. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about her books. I was recommending her books a few times. I just haven't gotten into them. There's just so many. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to figure out the order. But I did not know that about the plagiarism so maybe i'll stay away yeah maybe yeah i'll have to see how good it is because i like reading the books and then reading all the drama about the authors i tend to read a book and then read the spoilers for the second book (laughs) and then read the (laughs) that happened to me with um a court of thorns and roses i read the first book then i went to research the second one Read all the spoilers. I'm like, no, that's not going to happen. That doesn't make sense. And I'm reading, I'm like, this Ugh. is exactly what they said in the spoilers. What the heck? No. I don't like this. But then at the end of the book, I'm like, you know what? I like this. This makes sense now. Well, what's what's good is, so we're, we're planning on being roommates next year. And that's going to be good for two reasons. One, 
one giant shared yes. bookshelf. We go to Ikea, get some nice and bookshelves. Oh my god, Brie. Can you... Also, like, I feel like our room decor is going to be so chaotic because we have such different, like, aesthetics. Like, yeah, it's like the, you know, the meme where it's like the emoji with, like, the big eyes. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the simp emoji and bra girl. Like, that's going to be our room. <laughs> if we get a Z room, it's going to be, like, one room is going to be completely, like, chaotic. <laughs> the other one's going to be nice. <laughs> it's going to be... It's yeah, like basically. <laughs> That'd be so funny. People are going to walk in and be like, wow, wow. Wow, okay. <laughs> I see what you're going for. But it, just in case, can you explain it? <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> be like, um, we're just, we just have personalities. And then they're going to be like, whose books are that? And be like, no, no. We're going to have like a communist bookshelf going on. <laughs> just That's our true. books. Very conscious bookshelf. <laughs> Paint red. <laughs> Only red books on, oh my gosh, on our bookshelf. We'll give bookshelf. like a room tour and be like, this is our communist bookshelf. Can you tell? Our books. <laughs> it's just oh all God. red. They're like, oh wow, we need to leave now. Uh, Run. Oh. Wow. Wow. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, I have a little bookshelf in my room right now, and it's like, let me just, I have my communication law in America textbook, uh, Bridgerton, um, The Duke and I. I don't. I don't have that one. It's that one's that one's in a special special place. Um, <laughs> uh, um, where's the Where's the Duke one? Uh, <laughs> oh, I have. Okay, I've been so I've been reading this book series. Um, it's the under under the mattress <laughs> series, but it's like this, like young adult like fantasy series that takes it's kind of like medieval times if there were like you know magical creatures and all sorts of things like that and I forgot how like comforting those kinds of books were like reading the kind of books that you used to read when you were younger I really I I read when I was younger but oh wait I read this one book in fifth grade and my teacher told me not to bring it back to class (laughs) Free? What was it? It wasn't inappropriate. It was like there there'd be scenes in it or like chapters where it's like it wouldn't go into details. We'd be like, yeah, like we did it. Oh. So apparently that was inappropriate for a fifth grader. But okay, well, when I was in fifth grade, I was in Catholic school, so I don't even want to think about what would have happened if I brought that book in. Like Harry Potter was kind of a disputed subject. Harry <laughs> so- Potter. Yeah, like, most people were fine with it, but I think some kids' parents were kind of like, eh, it might be promoting witchcraft. Oh. Yeah. Which, I mean, no, no, but also, 
I don't think Hermione's the kind of witch that like Catholicism is really concerned about, but you know what? I don't even know. It's not like it wasn't like witchcraft to like like I took a class on witches and witchcraft and Ooh. So that type of witchcraft is way different than the Harry Potter type of witchcraft. Like, the witchcraft Harry that po- they used to believe was, like, a thing would be, like, they would bewitch men, and then men would mm-hmm. be, like, taken advantage of, and they caused your cattle to die, and, like, all this shit. <laughs> they stole men's, you know, parts, and kept them in cages. Like, creepy mm. stuff. Harry Potter is just, if like defensive witchcraft where it'd be like i'm defending my home i'm protecting my family it's not like dangerous witchcraft if he's your man then why am i making his cattle (laughs) oh my gosh that'd be that'd be how it is though because they're like oh i'm not having children that's your fault random neighbor next to me because i saw you give me a look the other day when I went outside to tend to my garden. And it's like... Yeah. What? It's a... Like, it's one of the... Can you hear the trap music outside? Oh, I think it stopped. This mic, like, picks up a lot of the outdoor noise really well for some reason. And it, like, scares me every time because I think they're, like, right up in the hallway and they're not. Um, I hear something. Yeah, there's a commotion. Are they partying? They're, uh, I think what's happening is because the parking lot is right outside my room. People getting into cars to go to parties tend to be pretty loud. Also, the guy above me, I think, is a SoundCloud rapper. (laughs) So it it could be that. Oh, SoundCloud. Um, if you want to talk about literature, some of his lyrics, I mean, woo. Uh, I don't think I can repeat them on a podcast that's going to be uploaded onto the internet. But anyway, um, where was I? Oh, yeah, Harry Potter um, and witchcraft, right. That whole, like, concept is – there was a uh, – I think it was called 1917. It was a book – um, like a 74. girl living during the yellow fever. Um, and I read it when I was younger and like, okay, it's called Fever 1793. And okay, I read this when I was pretty young and like the description is, um, an epidemic of fever sweeps through the streets of 1793 Philadelphia in this novel from Lori Hulse Anderson, where the plot rages like the epidemic itself. During the summer of 1793, Maddie Cook lives above the family coffee shop with her widowed mother and grandfather. Maddie spends her days avoiding chores and making plans to turn the family business into the finest Philadelphia has ever seen. But then the fever breaks out. Disease sweeps the streets, destroying everything in its path and turning Maddie's world upside down. At her feverish mother's insistence, Maddie flees the city with her grandfather. But she soon discovers that the sickness is everywhere and Maddie must learn quickly how to survive in a city turned frantic with disease. I read this when I was, like, eight or nine, I think. Um, and I was, like, I don't think I, I, I didn't have a concept of that the yellow fever isn't a, an issue in America anymore. 
So I was just like, oh, this will happen again. And that didn't really age well looking at it now. But like, I just genuinely was like, oh, yeah, the yellow fever. That's a thing that happens. Um, yeah, I... How did we get there? Oh, yeah, witchcraft. Um, so I feel like any historical fiction, when they talk about those kinds of events from the point of view of, like, young women at the time, I, like, read it without a doubt because I feel like they, like, in, you know, 1700s America, it's like they always get blamed. Like, one thing goes wrong and they're like, well, let's kill a woman. <laughs> we, yeah, we did a whole thing. Is like, is witchcraft woman hunting? I was like, 80% of all mm. witches were women. 20% were men. Right. I'm like, yeah, that that was uh, woman hunting. I don't know what else would be. It's not like a 60-40, 50-50. That's an mm. 80-20. That's, yeah. Like, that is yeah. a huge majority. And how much you want to bet the men who were killed probably acted in a feminine way and they were like, what? I didn't think of that. Huh. They, they like, um, actually brushed their teeth with, like, the stick that they used in the 1700s to brush their teeth. And the other men in town were like, hold on a minute. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't brush my teeth. I don't do dental hygiene. <laughs> That's not a thing. They're supposed to fall out by the time you're 35. <laughs> I fell out when I was 20. Yeah. Ladies love that. You know, not the witches, but the ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm remembering all these books that I read in, like, late elementary school, like, middle school. Um, Obsessed with Magic Treehouse. <laughs> oh. I still have some of them, I think. I still have a lot of mine because... Um, I have yet to let my mom, um, give away a lot of my books from when I was younger because I'm like, no, they're special. So we just have crates of my books in the basement. Um, God, those books were so good. And like, I feel really good. I was so many. Yeah. I feel like I retained so much more from those books than I did from like history class at that time. (laughs) So I was like, oh, right. Like. I remember one about the, they went to, like, a little prairie, like, schoolhouse, like, a one-room schoolhouse, and there was a tornado. Hold on. I think I know which one you're talking about. Magic. I think it was, like, oh, Twister on Tuesday. Mm Mm-hmm. Remember those? Number 23. (laughs) What's the one that I still have? It's like the polar bear. Polar bears past bedtime. And my te- my first grade teacher wrote like a little note in it because she gave everybody a little book. Wait, that's really cute. Right? Oh, I feel like stuff like that. I don't know. Like reading when you're little, it's just different because like you don't really have anything else to do. Like, I don't know. I don't know about you, but, like, when I was little, I didn't really have, like, a phone or anything. 
mm-hmm. or like an iPod or anything like that. So like all I would do is read. So it was just like that's it. And now I'm like addicted to my phone. Had a DS. Oh, gosh. Remember those? I had upgraded to, like, the DS3 or whatever, or the DSi. I forget what it was Mm -hmm. called. I think it's DSi. Yeah, and it had the camera function. Yeah. I was like, this is so cool. (laughs) That took up a lot of my time. Yeah, yeah. I think the only reason it didn't with me is because I'm just, like, not very good at video games. So I could only play it for so long before I got frustrated with just, like, failing the level over and over and over again and be like, I'm just going to go read Magic Treehouse now. I'm trying to think of other books that I liked when I was younger. I feel like that turned into the theme of this is, like, childhood. I remember sometimes I would just pick up the, like, adult novels that my parents read. And I know my dad likes... Not really, like, true crime, but the kind of, like, detective thriller novels. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, just picking it up and, like, flipping open to a random page and reading it. And I don't remember specifically what it was. Like, it wasn't anything, like, gory or graphic or anything. But I'm just reading it. And I was like, first of all, nobody swears that much, which, yeah, they do. It's just more than a children's book. Um, and I was like, second of all, this is boring it's just two dudes talking in an airport like I don't care so I think that's another reason why you read more when you're younger because the books are better (laughs) yeah probably my parents don't think really read so I think I kind of just picked up on it in like fifth grade and I I like going like hiatus Mm -hmm. and like I find another really good book and then like that gets me going do you ever sometimes finish a really good book and then you can't read anything else for a while Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened to me with The Little Life, except I don't think it was because it was a really good book. I think it was because it was just exhausting to read because it was so sad. And I was like, I don't, I'm done. I don't want to read anymore. I read Sarah J. Mass's Kingdom of Ash, which is like 900 and I think like 80 something pages in two weeks. And I, I remember throwing the book across the room at one part. <laughs> if you read it, like, you know, you know. And... I don't think I've read anything. I think I tried to get into Pet Cemetery, mm-hmm. but I just I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> so I gave up. Pet Cemetery is like painful to read. Um, I'm trying to think of a Stephen King book that's not painful, like in terms of horror and the awful things that happen, but also isn't painful in terms of Stephen King writing the way that he does. Uh, I mean, the, yeah, I think The Shining isn't as bad as Pet Cemetery because a, like, toddler doesn't get hit by a massive truck. Um, so, yeah, The Shining's good. And it's not super long either, and it's Stephen King doesn't do the thing that he does in his other books where he's like, I'm gonna write 300 pages of nothing, and you're gonna read it. So, <laughs> it's a lot better. It is kind of messed up, though. So all his books are yeah, a little messed up. Yeah, and and okay, it's not a, an episode if I haven't complained about Stephen King at least once in The Shining. Um, it's like a husband and wife and their young son. They're gonna take care of this hotel through the winter, and they get snowed in. The hotel is haunted. Messed up things start happening. The general plot, I don't feel like, is a spoiler because it's been out. It's, like, a classic, right? But at one point, 
the husband and the wife are like, it's too messed up here. Like, we, we can't stay here. We need to leave. Even though we're snowed in, we just got to try to make it into town because we cannot stay here all winter because they're terrified. And they're terrified. They're like, mm, four-year-old son, I think, five-year-old son, is asleep in the room with them and they have sex. Like, you, first of all, there's ghosts, one. Two, your child? <laughs> That's messed up. That is messed up. Like, okay, I, you know, there are many situations that I read about and I'm like, I can't judge them. I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do if I was in a haunted hotel waiting to die. I don't think I would do that. No, no, I don't think so either. I think I would just dip. I'd be like, all right, let's just go. Let's just go. See, personally, I think if I were in the haunted hotel, I'd be like, hey, ghosts, just, like, get it over with and possess me. I want to check out (laughs) mentally. I understand you're not going to let me leave physically, so just let me check out mentally. That's true. Yeah. See, I... That's true. I... Sometimes I would like to be possessed by a productive ghost who folds my laundry. So if any, if I've got any takers in the Amherst area. My dad's office is haunted. He was telling me how on the first day he was working there, they were like the stairwell. And it was like him and like this woman showing him around. And he kind of did like this quick look to the side and back. And he looked back, and she was like, what, did you see something? He goes, there was a man right there. Mm. And she was like, oh, yeah, he's here sometimes. You probably, you're new, so he's probably coming out to say hi. And then today he was sitting in the, like, kitchen area, and there's a bath, because it used to be, like, an old house, and there was a, there's a bathroom that you uh-huh. it's, like, connected to the kitchen. And he said the door swung open. Like, it wasn't, like, a draft where it just kind of, like, pushes it open. No, it, like, swung open. And mm-hmm. so he went up to somebody, and he's like, that door just, like, flew open. And they're like, yeah, the ghost does that sometimes. And he's like, what the heck? And there's a picture of, like, the guy on the wall. <laughs> and he's just exactly how he is as the ghost, my dad said, with, like, the white shirt and, like, a black jacket. He's, like, from the 1700s or something. See? 1700s. Maybe he had yellow fever. <laughs> maybe maybe he did gosh <laughs> i mean i want to go i want to go see the ghost yeah right because he seems friendly like i don't think he's he's not threatening anyone he's just kind of like yeah i'm just hanging out here like i just open some Had doors to the restroom. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i'm okay with those kind of i'm okay with that like concept of a ghost like they just kind of hang out i'm not okay with the like I'm not okay with the idea of, like, if there's a ghost somewhere and the adults can't see it, but a kid just goes, are you going to say hi to the man in the corner? Yeah, that's right. <gasps> no. Sometimes, like, you know, like, animals pick up on stuff, and if my cat is, like, all of a sudden she'll, like, look away, I'm like, nope, no, no. When my cats do that, it doesn't freak me out because I think their heads are actually completely empty and vacant and they couldn't pick up a ghost if they tried. So (laughs) it's okay to the people listening. If you are like, yeah, I'm a reader and I love books and you don't read that often because you're busy. It's okay. It happens. I have a book podcast and, and, and I do that, that whatever. Um, 
Let's see. There's only a few weeks left in the semester. So, yeehaw. Um, Thank gosh. If you want to find me on social media, you can go to my Instagram, at Selena Riverniter. I also have a Twitter account, which is at C Riverniter. Um, and I have a YouTube channel, which is the same name as my Instagram, Selena Riverniter. You can find me on Instagram at repetobree underscore 57. My Twitter is at repetobree. And I usually just have links in my bios for my blogs if you want to check those out because they're hockey related. Woohoo! Okay, thank you for listening and we will see you next time.